Well, hello everybody. It seems like a couple of weeks since I've been here and it sort of has been because I was on camp two weeks ago and I was really encouraged by that and last week was my son's birthday, but we'll miss miss regard that one. So yeah, two weeks ago I was really encouraged by about 50 ladies that came to join us um, from all different walks of life, the younger ones, the older ones, um, from all over Australia, including here at um, Pine Rivers, but we had people from Briswest, we had people from Cabramatta, our guest speaker was from Geelong, and then we had other people that we called friends of the vineyard, so people that joined us that are friends of um, people here and or that like to sort of hang out and know who we are and um, just wanted to hang out with us for the week. So I was really encouraged for them all to spend the weekend or part of the weekend at Brookfield. Um, Before the weekend started, I'd ask the question, what do the ladies need for the weekend? And the words fun and soul care um, came forth, which I was really excited about because I like to have a bit of fun. So as we were praying on the Friday afternoon um, with our group of leaders and people that were helping set up, um, somebody told me that Kay had brought a wooden spoon and I was like, oh, who's going to be in trouble? Probably me, but I'm okay with that. Um, um, but it was more to stir the pot and to encourage us all to have fun. So we started the evening, and some of the ladies will might have a giggle about now, with some games on the Friday night, as we do, to get to help to know each other. Um, some of them included um, who uh, returns their library books on time. And then also in those questionings, we also had um, who, sorry, where was that? Who cooks without a recipe, which is a bit like me. I generally only cook with a recipe unless I really, really know what I'm doing. So, and then we had some singing fun. Now, what happens on camp stays at camp. So I'm not going to relate any more stories either about the singing or other antics that went on by a couple of people. But I'm sure if they've got stories to tell, they might come out later or during the course of time as you get to know some ladies that are on camp. So that was a fun way to start. And then the weekend was all about all things new. And that meant different things to different people with the journey that Jesus has us on. So we prayed, um, behold, the former things have come to pass and new things I declare, which we find in Isaiah 42.9. And then, um, and this was so many true for so many women, because so many women on camp, because their shackles were broken and things started to really break down over the weekend that from things from the past were going to be made new, which is really exciting. Then we, then we held on to the words from Revelation where it says, Behold, I am making all things new. These words are true and faithful. So Ruth, who is our guest speaker from Geelong, which some of you may know, some of you don't, but she's a really, really lovely girl, um, led us on a journey starting with a story of Mary and Martha. So many of you recall the story of Mary and Martha. Martha's in the kitchen doing all the cooking and Mary's at the feet of Jesus. Um, we, wanna, we wanted to um, posture ourselves like Mary, not to avoid the work that's being done, but as we posture our hearts, we'll operate out of the overflow rather than overwork. Does that resonate? So we want to posture ourselves um, and the way we, and we want to operate out of overflow rather than overwork. So sitting at his feet must be at the core of our lifestyle. I should have been showing you some pictures actually. So this is our camp. This was the group of ladies. Some oh oh Where have I gone? Back, back. All right, let's do that again. That way, that way. 
See, Nikki and Brown, it's not just you, it's me as well. So there's some fun antics and some different goings-on in camp, especially the food down the bottom. And Ruth is in the middle, speaking. More fun shots. They were the two verses I just said. Then we went on to talking about, so Ruth then led us on this um, journey of um, prioritising our soul care and reorientating ourselves back to Jesus. So we spent some time looking over the daily examine, which you can see on the, um, on the screen now. The daily examine is a daily prayer exercise derived from the spiritual exercises created by Ignatius of Lawyer. Excuse me if I say it wrong. This technique of prayer helps us to reflect on the events of the day in order to detect God's presence and discern his direction for us. This is one of many exercises we can use to reorientate our prayer walk and journey for the day. So you can have a read over it up there. Step one um, is becoming aware of the presence of God. If you want to look it up on the website, it's right there and it sort of takes you to a, um, a listing of what the five steps are. But it's becoming aware of the presence of God. Giving thanks was step two. I won't go right into deep of them. You can have a look at it online and I, th I think some of the others will talk about it as it's coming up. Become aware of your emotions. That can be really fun and interesting. Pick one of the featured of the day and pray. Good or bad, but we want to pray into it and see um, and hear the Father and respond as he desires. And we want to look, look with hope towards the next hours. So we spent a lot of time doing this over, over the weekend, just in devotion um, by ourselves and in small groups, which was really fun. Um, this can be as long or as short as your time permits. And it can be done anywhere. So Ruth was saying she even has her kids in the car and just does it on the way to school or um, first thing in the morning, in the evening, however it happens for you. So... Um, Because we want to stay deeply and rooted through the seasons like Kirk has sp spoken about before, um, some of these exercises that we can do will just put our hearts and our, and our minds in the right spaces. So we then also took um, into account Jeremiah 17, 7 to 8. Blessed is the one who trusts the Lord, whose confidence is in him, and they will be like a tree planted by water and Ruth gave a really beautiful analogy that through the seasons of life that as, as long as we're deeply rooted and planted and our roots have gone out far and wide that we will stay strong no matter what the season is that we're in. So I've got a couple of ladies that also want to talk about um, their reflections of the weekend. So Juanita would you like to come up? Juanita was one of many women that came up for the day and had a great experience. Thanks, Juanita. Thank you. Yes, my mum and I went, um, came up for the Saturday. Um, when I arrived, I had a mountain of heaviness on top of me, just a lot of responsibilities, a lot of worries. And um, during the worship, we... Um, we were singing about drawing closer to God and, and, you know, really leaning into God. And I just saw this um, picture of us drawing in, leaning in, 
you know, and as you, as you really draw closer to God, it's usually, you know, you, you kneel in, you really move to his feet and um, bow forward. And I just saw this picture of, of this mountain of heaviness on top of me sliding down, um, just sliding off me and just just sliding to Jesus <laughs> and he can cope with it and uh, deal with it. And um, so that was, that was really good, um, the realization that no matter what we deal with, um, if we really, really draw close to God, then it slides off and he takes care of it. So that was, that was really good. And the other thing that, um, that I've been doing on the toilet and everywhere <laughs> is what Belinda has been saying uh, about the, the daily exam. And, um, so the first one, and, and that's the one where I get stuck a lot and, and just sort of, you know, just linger on that is, is where you say, you know, you are here, you know, God, you are here, you know, wherever you are at the moment. So God, you are here and I am here with you. And you just sort of repeat it, you know, until it really becomes heart knowledge and not just head knowledge. And um, so the, the toilet is my escape. If I, <laughs> you know, as a mother, that's where you escape to. <laughs> so, so, and I'm sure God is okay with that if I talk to him on the toilet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but, you know, or in, in ICU, at work, where, wherever I am, I've really been just saying, God, you're here and I'm here with you. And, and it's really helped me to draw close to him. Um, yeah, and then, you know, the other things about being thankful and, and, um, and saying how you're feeling, and, and, but then handing it over to God. So that's been really awesome. And so one more thing, because I've been told to keep it brief. Um, and, and it's been reflected in, in like what you've been saying as well, or, or speaking out about God's love for us. Um, and it's that God didn't make us so that we can get something out of him, you know, um, so that he can fix stuff and, I don't know. He made us to have a relationship with him. He just really wants us to enjoy him and love him and, and really have a very deep um relationship with him and and I think most people forget that and and um or we don't get to that level and um my mom said something that um really made me think she said um when Jesus went to the cross um might be not quite the words exactly but um you know he did it with a joy set before him and my understanding is the joy of giving us freedom, you know, freedom from our shackles, our sin. But I also see it as the joy um, that was set before him that he can have that relationship with us. Um, 
so yeah, he, he went through that absolute torture on the cross and on the way there was to have that relationship with us. Um, yeah, so that, that is what I really got out of that Saturday is to draw close and to lean in and to have a relationship and, and, um, and not, to, not to feel guilty if you don't have the time to spend two hours in Bible study, <laughs> but to, to draw in on the toilet <laughs> and <laughs> wherever you can for however short or however long, but that's what God wants is he's seeking our hearts and, and our relationship. Thanks, Joanita. Kay, do you want to come up, Catherine? Come on, Kay's coming up too. You're right. Come on up. Kay, let's go. <laughs> I said I'd hold Catherine's hand. <laughs> okay. Um, well, the weekend is exactly what Belinda said fun and soul searching. Love fun. <laughs> um, our first experience was um, with Belinda speaking on the Friday night after we'd had some of the fun <laughs> um, when she talked about the dandelion. And I love flowers and you've probably all seen all my Facebook photos of flowers, <laughs> loads of them. But the dandelion's never been my favourite. <laughs> it's a weed. But, but Belinda talked about the dandelion and how when it dies and then, you know, those ones where you go poof like that and all these little things spread. Well, she talked about that each of us are like that and we have the power to spread God's word. And it was such amazing revelation to me about that you know like I can touch so many people so that was really kind of wonderful I love that and then um, another thing that touched my heart was when we had time alone with God there's a very sweet spirit all over the weekend it was the spirit of love God was there in in just powerful doses and um, when I was alone with God, we had this time where there was just you and God and what he was doing. And um, whilst I've walked with the Lord for a long while, he is making all things new and breaking down within me prejudices that I didn't know I had, things that <laughs> as a mother you can't stop thinking about or wanting the better things for your children and I try to do it in my strength and not in God's strength and so how can I help others if I don't get my soul fixed first so it's fixing my soul and my soul so God was really good on that and worked in me the third thing was that I loved seeing everybody the young the old and the yeah the younger ones, <laughs> the, the middle ones, we're in the old group, Jeanette. <laughs> and, Lita, 
But anyway, um, what I loved was seeing the youngies come along and they so enjoyed the camp and they just brought so much life to it. Um, it was just good to see the bonding of all the ladies. Um, the sweet spirit just kind of melted people's hearts and everyone was bonding together and there was so much joy there that you felt confident in being able to share and get someone to pray for you. So That's it. So this is Catherine. Catherine did a testimony on camp and I just thought it was really good if she would be able to share that with us today as well. She's a little bit nervous, but that's okay. We're here to support her and she just had a really great message from the weekend. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> I wasn't planning on going to camp. Um, I just thought it was... Um, I didn't have the funds and I was talking to Abby after working in the Mercy Centre one day and... Um, I did, and Abby said, oh, why don't you just come up for the Saturday? And I said, yeah, that'd be okay. I could do that. Anyway, a couple of days later, um, Abby sent me a text message and she said, guess what? Somebody's just gifted you the whole weekend. Well, that blew me away. I just cried for a whole hour. I just, I just was so overwhelmed with the generosity of that person who did that for me and um, I don't think I've ever had such a blessing on that bigger scale before. Um, and I've just got to see what I'm up to. I've not ever been to a camp like this before, full of love and the worship. It was just so awesome. I learned so much at the t at times and I cried when I wanted to laugh and laugh when I wanted to cry. But for me, the biggest challenge was hearing it out loud that is to stop being my own self-bully. It's so easy to put yourself down, like, you know, you're not pretty enough, you're a dummy or you're stupid, you're unlovable, you don't deserve anything good. These are all lies, I tell myself, but not anymore. I'm no longer a bully to myself. I practice being kind to myself and speak positives. Look and take care of your own selves because we have the Holy Spirit in us and he is the love. And, and I just, I, I got, just got so much more out of the weekend. It was just, um, I've just never experienced a camp to that full extent, seeing the love of the Holy Spirit in so many people and, and I just loved it and I, and I, and I would go again in a heartbeat. Thanks, Catherine. It's an absolute delight to have you there. And Miss Sarah Wiseman. Mrs, sorry. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, Mrs. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's because I look so young, I can't say. <laughs> I know, it's my birthday this week. I'm trying to go backwards. Okay. Um, okay, so camp was awesome. And I kind of, to be honest, I showed up and I was really tired. And you know how you, whenever you go to a camp, you're like, it's going to be intense. 
it's going to be like those massive revelations and it's going to, I'm going to cry the whole time. Maybe not you, but I expected that I would cry the whole time. And I was like, oh God, I don't know if I'm actually ready for that. Like I'm so too tired to even feel things right now. And that's tired for me. Um, and I just, yeah, I wasn't feeling ready for it. And then as the weekend started, it was just so, it felt really easy and peaceful. And I was just having all of these really beautiful, like gentle revelations and gentle moments of like understanding and like none of these giant like like it was just really sweet and like either in my alone time with God or even just in conversations a lot of it was in conversation and relationship with people I'd just have these conversations and it would just bring this warmth to my whole body and I'd be like oh that's really beautiful and it all just felt so easy but in the back of my mind I'm thinking okay God when's like the big moment where because I've been through a rough like a few years, so I thought, okay, it's all going to come out. I can't, like, it's going to come out and God's going to deal with it and we're, you know, going to move forward and I don't know. Um, so I was, like, waiting for this moment and on the last morning during worship, I was like, God, what have you been doing this weekend? Like, it's been lovely, but, like, it doesn't feel like what I expected it would. And during worship, um, he reminded me of my daughter Poppy and how she gets really bad growing pains when she's having a growth spurt and how... She'll wake up in the middle of the night crying. She's saying, my legs hurt. And um, he just said to me, you've been going through a growth spurt and it's been really painful and you haven't felt like you're growing. Poppy doesn't lie there going, I'm getting taller. Like she's hating it. Um, But she's having this massive growth spurt and she's getting stronger and taller. And God said to me, and, you know, we go in, we massage her legs, we give her some Panadol, we like – soothe her and say it's okay honey and God said to me I've been there with you I've been soothing you I've been like nursing you through this but it has been hard um and it didn't feel like you were growing but you've been in a season of like intense growth and he said to me um I'm bringing you into a new season of growing that doesn't have to feel painful and it doesn't have to be intense and um I wrote myself this letter from him that was crying at that point um I wrote he it was like sometimes I write a letter and it's like he's speaking to me and I heard the words um it's time to enjoy the unforced rhythms of grace which reminded me of this scripture in Matthew 28 uh, Matthew 11:28 to 30 in the message where it says are you tired worn out burned out on religion come to me get away with me and you'll recover your life I'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how I do it Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And I just felt God say to me, you've had a growth spurt and you're taller now and you're ready for new things and deeper levels of me. Um, I also heard him say, like, you can ride the big kid rides now. I don't actually know what that meant. (laughs) But I had this picture of me like, yeah, I've reached like, I don't know what that means, but I'm still working that out. It was just, I think he was just saying, we're going to have some more fun now. We're about to have more fun. Um, And yeah, he just said to me, you'll still be growing, but it won't feel as intense and painful. And I guess I just wanted to encourage people today, whether you feel like you're growing or not, you are growing as long as you're with Jesus and as long as you're committing stuff to him. And if you're going through something super painful and it feels like all you're doing is crying and pushing and struggling, you are having a growth spurt and you don't realise that's what's happening to you but it is what's happening and you will turn around later and be like, oh my gosh, I learned so much or I grew so much. And um, even if it feels slow and steady and doesn't feel overwhelming or like giant revelations or craziness, 
you're still growing and Jesus is still with you and it's just slower and Poppy's not in there right now thinking, well, I'm growing in this moment, but she is, she's still growing. So I just wanted to encourage you with that today. We're all growing. (laughs) Thanks, Sarah. So I hope you're just as encouraged as um, as I am with these ladies, especially the ladies that are shared today. And, you know, in your different home groups and kinship groups, you might have heard other stories of what's going on um, on camp. I'd just really like to encourage all of you to go to whatever conferences, whatever camps, whatever things you can continue doing, especially kinship groups, to keep being plugged in and share these stories together and keep this journey going um, together as Pine Rivers Vineyard.